step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. 7 a.m., waking up in the morning. Gotta be fresh, gotta go downstairs. Gotta have my bowl, gotta have cereal. Seeing everything, the time is going. Chicken on and on, everybody's rushing. Gotta get down to the bus stop. Gotta catch my bus. Going to be coming Christ-like right here on Blog Talk Radio in the Road Less Traveled Internet Ministry. I'm Derek Hutchison, my sister in Christ, Dawn Orr. Jimbo's in the producer's booth. It is Friday, January 23rd. And cold and snowy. Cold and snowy here in the sleepy town of La Junta, Colorado, southeastern Colorado. We've got snow on the ground, uh, but nothing on the roads. It all melted. There was uh, maybe two ice spots on the way up here. I was kind of surprised. Was to it? it I there. was going to ask you. Was it? Was it? Jeez, Louise! My sidewalk and driveway looks fine. Well, my sidewalk on one side of the house is good, and on the other one where it's dripped off and ran all over, it's not so good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> on the shady much, side. How much do we actually get? We got over six. No kidding. Yeah, it was. But um, you were saying probably more in Los Animas than in La Hanna. That's what it looked like now. Now who knows how much has melted away? But to me, we have more than than what you did up here. Okay. And it started out it were like okay, one to three, maybe three, and then the winter weather advisory came. Well, maybe three to five. Well, you might get seven. <laughs> yeah. You know? oh. So I just know I had to break out the snow boots. Yeah. And the shovels. <laughs> yes, and it was wet. Yes, it was. It was wet. But we need that moisture on right now for the the ground, so I'm glad to have it. You are listening to Becoming Christlike. You can find us at bemorechristlike.com. You can also go to our Facebook at Becoming Christlike, our Twitter page at Christlike Today. I haven't been there in a while. How's how's it going? Oh, great. Is it? Yeah. How many followers do we have now? Um, Like 26,500 or something. 26,500 people love Christ like today's. Yeah, but Twitter. I wonder how many really just look at it and how many just follow. Every follow. one of them look at it. It's 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 the, it's, it's probably the posts as they go through. It's probably making their day I every so. single day. Last week we talked about uh, was it John Pavlovitz? I think it was John. We talked about that uh, article. It was yes. interesting, and actually. Uh, had some people around town here who was listening to it was talking to me about it. So oh, really? uh, yeah, good. it was a really good show. And, and so, um, it, it very, very interesting. So how did your week go? It was great. I had a birthday party for my five-year-old granddaughter. 
With officially five now. Official, officially. <laughs> well, we celebrated the weekend and she wasn't yet, but she uh, wanted to go swimming. Then we had her real party on Tuesday. Maxed out on one hand. Uh, maxed out on one hand. Yep, she is. And she is so excited about it. We celebrated my niece's birthday, uh, uh, Kaylee, and she oh, turned yes. 10. Oh, wow. So no more single digits for her. For her. Nope. No, she she turned 10. And so that was fun. She had, she got, I, and now it's so hilarious. It's called kinetic sand. Have you ever seen it? Uh-uh. Or kinetic, it's not Play-Doh, but it feels like Play-Doh a little bit. It's that real moist. And when you hold it up, it just kind of just moves and falls down and everything. You can make it with dish soap and, and cornstarch and, and that playground or sandbox sand. Yeah. yeah, you can make it like that and then put some Food coloring we had irritated. something similar to that with one something we got for Wyatt where he had road graders and dump trucks and backhoes and it was the dirt. Yeah, dirt. yeah, really interesting. She got a bow and arrow. Oh wow, she got a bow. So cool. I don't know. She's going to be the hunter of the family. I uh, this week had interesting first time for me to go out. I went out with my brother-in-law and my son-in-law goose hunting. Um, I didn't hunt. I don't. I don't watch. I don't hunt. No, I didn't watch. I videotaped. I went out and uh, we're trying to work on doing some hunting shows. Cool. And it was on Wednesday when it snowed, starts snowing. Oh, wow. So uh, I took all my equipment out there and, and, well, not all my equipment, but I took my video. You didn't want it to get wet, did you? No, and it didn't. (laughs) I I had that all taken care of. Uh, we got a spot and I think I didn't count, but I think there were more decoys in the field than we saw in the air. Oh, really? They didn't fly at all. Of course, the canopy was probably what a hundred feet. You couldn't see. I mean, it was so, it was so, it was pretty foggy, but, um, yeah, it was oh, fun. Cool. I would. I wasn't cold, and and we. I had everything, but it was fun. Didn't get anything on video. Oh darn! So had a lot of footage. Nothing to. Nothing really good to show that. No, oh, it wow. didn't do anything. So we'll try that again. Oh, we're, we're trying to do some some waterfowl is cool. Now my husband prefers the big game. Yeah, yeah, and I think duck season ends this weekend. I'm not sure. I think my brother-in-law said he was going to tr- go try go out and get some some duck this Ooh. this weekend but i'm not sure but no didn't get didn't get anything so all it amounted to was sitting out there in the cold for <laughs> 5 hours and and enjoying the outdoors yeah and trying to keep you kind trying to keep the equipment dry and and was able to do that so that was fun i did that that was the first time i tried that we're trying to do a few new things but that's cool. what a hunting show would be cool though. yeah I to do think. some hunting shows because my brother-in-law hunts a lot and mm-hmm. and uh so is my son-in-law and so it would it would uh they would they would be fun so sure. we're we are in the the pre-production stages of doing that but i learned a lot i learned a lot of things got a good ideas of where to put cameras and and that type of thing there is so, probably some tricks to that yeah to catch stuff of course had the gopro and and uh we wear a gopro on her head uh and then uh yeah it was it was fun so that was a that was a neat thing to do so cool anyway Last week we talked about uh, that that article that I was telling you about right here on becoming Christ. Like I think I think Pavlovitz, I can't remember. I think his name is John. 
I, I, I can't remember. Um, uh, he had an article that he had written about the, the reasons people were leaving churches. The week before that, uh, we had we had gotten into this discussion a little bit about uh, the country being founded, this country being founded on Christian principles, and was able to have Harry Marlowe on, and you were able to do it from remote from Los Animas. So I've got something today that we're going to talk about, but let's go ahead and, and start our time off with prayer. Gracious Father, we do thank you so much for this opportunity to come and uh, share your word with those who are listening. Uh, we pray for those individuals that hearts would be opened, minds would be expanded, that your spirit would come in and move us uh, to action. Uh, we thank you for this opportunity that we have over the internet to reach so many people in so many places. Uh, we thank you uh, that we have this privilege um, of sharing your word of sharing the gospel. So, Father God, we ask that you would lift us up, be with us as we speak your word, um, be with those who receive it, that indeed they might grow in the knowledge of you. So, Father God, we ask that you bless this time in the name of Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. Okay, so, um, we had some things, I had some new things, some things that happened this weekend that threw off the schedule and found out some things that uh needed some attention and so uh i did the the very thing that you absolutely hate <laughs> i know <laughs> i smiley know and uh you know here's here's a funny thing i have i have yet to figure this out i am sure that there is some protocol there is some there i'm sure there are books written about it somewhere there's a dummies book out there somewhere for me I have I am I am not very good at figuring out uh how you convey an emotion or an attitude on a text. Oh. And you texted me and said, "What are we doing?" Yes. And it wasn't a good day for me. And so I texted you back and I think it was something like I don't know. Uh, and then I kind of told you what was going on. And, and after I sent it, I thought, geez, I, w I wonder if that was kind of snappy. I, I wonder, you know, I thought, and I was thinking, I'm going to text her back and say, you know, I'm, and I thought, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't take it as kind of snappy, so whatever. <laughs> well, I hope well, that a lot you... of people do put the emotions on the text, but look, I don't know. I don't know how to do the emoticon. <laughs> All right, somebody uh, type it in and send it to us. <laughs> Harry's listening to us over the phone. Harry, you got to give me some give me some guidance, man, on emoticons. I don't oh. I don't know how to I don't know how to do it. Anyway, I don't have time said, to do it though. I said I don't know. Yeah, um, I never heard any more after I don't know. So nope. I thought I'll find out when I get there. Well, and you know, sometimes there are that times when I just don't know, but. I sat down last night and, and earlier this morning, around 3 o'clock this oh morning. Oh, my. That's when you figured it out? No, I had an idea. Oh, I just didn't okay. have it. I knew that, it, you know, we had started this whole idea of being based, this country being, well, I think what we did was we started a conversation on, was America founded uh, on Christianity? Mm-hmm. And and we uh, a couple shows ago, and you can go back to Blog Talk Radio. Uh, in fact, if you go to bemorechristlike dot com, you can go down to the bottom left hand corner, scroll down, you'll find that show two weeks ago. 
we got into a little bit of a discussion about founding was uh, founded on Christianity uh based on Christian on, yes. on Christian I'm principles. Glad you're picking this back up because I really wasn't done with that. Yeah, we're done. I'm just recapping. <laughs> no, you said you're gonna do some more. We're good. Keep going. <laughs> and so uh I thought, you know what, I'm gonna do at a a ripped from the headlines segment. Okay. And it, it, a day can't go by now without something that has to do with Christianity or Christian principles or Islam or whatever being in the headlines. Mm-hmm. And this is this had happened a little bit, but there were a couple uh, articles that came out, uh, one yesterday, one earlier this morning, uh, that was written on a subject that happened uh, a, while, a, a little while back. And I wanted to get your take on it. A couple of them. One, this one comes from, I get a lot of the stories from ChristianHeadlines.com. ChristianHeadlines.com. And uh, there was a an article written yesterday about Franklin Graham, okay. obviously, that, that does Samaritan's Purse and does the shoebox mm-hmm. and, and all of that. Franklin Graham came out. Uh, and uh, was talking, speaking with WNCN News. And Graham had said this, and and it's based on an earlier story, and I don't know if you saw it or not, but Duke University decided to, in their policies, uh, to ring the the morning bell uh, call to, to prayer for for uh, the the Muslim faith. I heard that, yes. And there was a big tiff about that. And I've got to be honest with you, I don't really care about that. I mean, if they want to, if they want to do that, it's their university. They they can do that, and that that's fine. Um, but Franklin Graham came out and kind of spoke about it a little bit. I want to share with you what he said. He said, "quote I agree with diversity, but what's happening?" Uh, what's happening with this country is all these religions now are getting front row and Christians are being pushed. And we're the majority are being pushed back to the back of the room. The the evangelical leader went on to say that Christianity uh, built America, not Islam. And he goes on to say this, quote, this country was built on Christian principles. And that was a uh, a comment. That was a statement that we were running through the mill a, a couple weeks ago. And he says, this country was built on Christian principles. It was men and women who believed in God and believed in his son, Jesus Christ, who built this country. We're the greatest nation in the history of the world. It wasn't built by Islam, and it wasn't built by any other group. It was those who supported and believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, Graham said. He went on to say, we're the greatest nation in the history of the earth, and we have people today that want to destroy what we believe and what we stand for. I think the university, and again, he's talking about Duke University, I think the university needs to understand that the, the, that the world in which we live today, we've been at war now 10 years against terrorists, and the terrorists we've been fighting are people who support and believe in the Islamic faith. I wanted to start with that story. What are your, what are your thoughts? I agree with it. You agree with yes, it. Yes, of course. <laughs> I I I hate it when when people come in. I I don't mind each religion having their own beliefs and you practicing them. Sure. But I hate it when they go bashing the other ones. 
to the point where they put there so far above it that they are actually pushing Christians out. And that is what I see. If if they want to do it, I'm like you, I don't care if they do it. Mm-hmm. But in essence, it's like it's they're wanting to do it is an attack on Christianity. Yeah, and so I, I, I spent some time in prayer on this and on this whole thing and, and our discussion two weeks ago with and Harry was a part of that and and um it, it just really I, I've really been thinking about this and thinking about you know, we even talked about in the State of the Union, is President Obama going to use the term Islamic extremism? Yeah. And if he doesn't then and people came out on it. And I got to thinking about this and, and I was reading Franklin Graham's quotes. And I'm a little bit I would I would say after reading that, I would need some clarification on what he meant. Oh. On what he meant. I'm gonna go back to this last quote that he says. He okay. says, We're the greatest nation in the history of the earth. I'm all for that. Harry talked about that and the exceptionalism. By golly, yeah. That's it. We're the greatest ever been. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. That's just patriotism. And we have people today that want to destroy what we believe and what we stand for. I agree with that statement. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Always have, always, always will. will. It's, it's human nature. It's nothing new. It may be ramped up. It may be used with, with more ammunition now. It may be used with uh, uh, more mischievous tactics and more brutal tactics. But always have, always will. People want to destroy either the faith or, or the country or what. That, that just happens. He says, I think the university needs to understand that the world in which we live today, we've been at war now 10 years against terrorists. And that's true. Now, obviously, that's a declared war, but we've been at war with terrorists. I mean, there's always been terrorism. Somebody out there. Before 9-11, they tried to blow up the World Trade Center before. There's, there's, been, there, there's always been terrorism. There always will be. And he says, and the terrorists we've been fighting are people who support and believe in the Islamic faith. What I get from that is this, and this is what gives me a moment of pause, because I think it's, I think it's so important, especially now, that we as Christians are very direct and uh, distinct with the words that we use and how we approach this whole Islamic fundamentalism, Islamic extremism. Um, and not put it all together, all the people together in one right. category. What I'm getting and what I'm inferring from from this quote that Franklin Graham has is that if the university rings the prayer bell, the call to prayer for the Muslim faith, that is in some way, at least I'm understanding from Franklin Graham, uh, some way then supporting a faith that is also the faith of some extremists. Right. I'm not sure you can put those two, I don't think those dovetail together all the time. 
And the reason I well, say that... Well, that would be putting us with uh, Hillsboro ex- Baptist Church. Exactly. So we have to be really careful in that. That's exactly That's right. That's why you've got to have the word extremist or fanatic it, it, or... It, exactly. Something else. Simply because the the call to prayer and the and for the for the muslim faith existed long before 911 mm-hmm. long before the wars in afghanistan and and iraq and and this quote unquote war on terror can it, you give us a recap of exactly the muslim faith belief just a tiny bit well it's it's the belief of of muhammad think back um to Isaac and Ishmael. Okay. Okay. Ishmael. You, you remember Isaac right. and Ishmael? Um, how they they broke off um, from from Abraham the father, and and uh, one went one way, one went the other, and there's basically your beginning of the, of the fa- split. Uh, of the split. Okay. Um, and and how they were so they just you know against each other. What uh, a lot of people don't remember, though, is then when Abraham died, the, the, the brothers boys came, came back toge- together. They came together. Well, that's what I was going to say. And so, who said God wasn't with them at some point? So, so basically, you have a a par- I'm going to use this term parallel. You have a parallel um, belief structure of Allah, of God, a a Godhead, um, a prophet, Muhammad. Um, and this this distinct belief in the one true faith. Now, if I weren't the the problem that we run into is if I weren't if I didn't tell you I was talking about the Muslim faith, that would be the Christian faith. We have one God. We have His Son Jesus Christ, which for us we elevate in more than Muhammad. And we believe it to be the one true faith. So it sounds the same. Right. Where it where it splits is this idea of within the Quran and taking or and, and we do this anyway. We take scripture and some people go extreme with it. Westboro Baptist Church. I mean, we use that, but there's a lot there's a lot of other ones. And this extremist idea that the infidels must die. Not unlike, not unlike Nazi Germany. Okay, <laughs> not okay, but I was going to go back to the Inquisition, uh, the Holy Wars. Okay. When the when the when the Catholic Church said Protestants must die, die. turn or die. And then the Protestants got in control and said, if you're a Catholic, you're, you're going to burn you. I mean, we have had and we have done throughout history in the name of religion horrible, horrible things. Absolutely. Not only I in the Muslim faith. I think but the Bible sometimes is those horrible things that have been done. Not only in the faith of Islam, but in the faith in the faith of Christianity, mm-hmm. through through Catholicism, through through Protestantism, um, we have said. If you don't believe what we believe, you must You're die. You're gone. You must die. We we cannot forget that. And and still today we have extremists within the Christian movement. We do. Absolutely we, we do. do. We have people who 
uh, who who burn, who kill, who, who uh, in the all, name of in the name of God. Yes. Okay. I don't have a problem with Duke University ringing this. I don't. It, it, there are people on on that campus that are of the the Muslim faith. I think I would have to know if it's really promoting a good a good healthy faith within the community, though. I would want to see what the results well, of it and were. And the problem is, in the atmosphere of today, it, it's not. And that's what we have to get, we have to get by. That, that we have to get to the point to say not all Muslims want to kill us. Well, that's what I mean, though. I would want to see if, if, if the Muslims are reacting to having this prayer time, it actually makes them nicer or more uh, not wanting to kill everybody. Oh, I see it, what you're saying. So, in other words, it's it it it, it and it's and a little bit them fit in in our society in a in a way that they get along. And and also running into the problem of the preconceived idea that when you ring that bell, they're going to go and they're going to get in their mosques, and all they're going to do in those mosques are talk about how how to kill us. Right? Are they doing that, or are they really praying? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. But again, I would turn that on us and say, if that's the case, then we as Christians should declare and demand that the Westboro Baptist Church be shut down. Well, I'm not demanding. I just would like to see the. I would like to see if it, they get good results, fruits of the spirit coming out of the out of the worship time. I see. And who judges that? I what, think their what behavior criteria? shows it. I think their behavior. Shows and so now we watch them. No, you just it's the peaceful getting along. Okay. The being able to have your religion and all live together okay. peacefully. Okay, I see I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I think that would be a tough nut to crack. Probably. Um, yeah. Because people lie and da da da, but you know. And, and I would turn it back on us as Christians and say watch people who leave church on Sunday for the rest of the week and see how they <laughs> Yeah. And that's the thing. And 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 so I think as Christians, one of the things that we should do again, I'm not going in there with blinders and I totally agree with you. And I am so fed up with people who are saying, you know what, you can't talk about Islamic extremism. Of course you can. We have of course to. we can. We have to we have to root that out and it has to be stopped. But, you know, Christian extremism if if we have Christians who are going and killing in the name of God, that has to be rooted out. Absolutely. And it has to be stopped. Um but 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 to to attach two things together, and I think that's where we're running into some of the problems. And so we're gonna talk about we're gonna take a break in a few minutes. When we come back, we're gonna talk about this next story that has to do with Christians, First Amendment rights, uh, the craziness of of the stringent policies now that exist. And it's about, I don't know if you've read about it, but it, it's about the Atlanta uh, fire chief, uh, Kevin Cochran, that was fired. As in, you haven't you haven't heard that? I don't think so. Oh, the names make your, aren't good for me. So it's going to make your blood boil. Story, so. Here's what here's what happened. We've got a few minutes before we go to break. Here's what happened. Fire chief of Atlanta, Georgia, Kevin Cochran. Okay, 
in 2013, he's a Christian, in 2013, he wrote a book. And the book that he wrote, and I want to make sure that I get the name right, but I believe that the name of the book is, Who Told You That You Were Naked? And of course, that's a reference then back to God and, and Adam and Eve, in which he called homosexuality, quote-unquote, vulgar, and, quote-unquote, the opposite of purity. Okay? He was then fired from his post earlier this month by the Atlanta mayor, Kasim Reed. Really? Now, I'm going to read this quote to you before we get here. We've got a couple minutes, okay? Um, um, let me, let me, okay. The facts in the case are this. The mayor fired Cochran for what the mayor called, quote-unquote, bad judgment in writing a book in, in, in which he asserted the sinfulness of homosexuality. Um, and uh, now, I, I want to make sure that this, is, this is, uh, is clear. There was no, uh, what, do, what do I want to say? No, oh, what's it called? There was no harassment. Uh, there was no um, inappropriate actions by the fire chief towards anybody on the uh, in the in the in the fire department. So nothing was done on the job. There was side. no was discrimination. There was nothing. It was all about this book, mm-hmm. and they fired him. Ooh. And and let me find the quote real quick, and then we'll go to break. Uh, but the quote, uh, let me see where it's at. Here it goes. Uh, because this is obviously about First Amendment rights. Uh, oh, I wish I could find it. Oh, here it is. Mayor Reed explicitly cited the chief's religious views when he said that Cochran's views were, quote, inconsistent with the administration's work to make Atlanta a more welcoming city for all of her citizens, regardless of their sexual orientation, gender, race, and religious beliefs. Amazingly, Atlanta City Councilman Alex Wan went even further. He said this, and then we'll take a break. Quote, I respect each individual's right to have their own thoughts, beliefs, and opinions. But when you're a city employee and those thoughts, beliefs, and opinions are different from the city's, you have to check them at the door. Unquote. That came from the city councilman. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about this. Uh, Kevin Cochran has now filed a federal lawsuit against the city of Atlanta for infringement of First Amendment rights. Uh, we're going to talk about that when we come back. Stay with us. You're listening to Becoming Christlike right here on Blog Talk Radio. Hello to all of Derek's listeners. Thanks, Derek, for giving me time to share my heart's passion, encouraging cancer, long-term illness patients, and their families. Gilead is an outreach that encourages over 2,400 people in 38 states. Our goal is to bring hope and help to those on the journey through the unknowns of treatment, family stress, and spiritual questions. One such story is Eric, whose senior year in high school was interrupted by the cancer that he was diagnosed with, interrupting a three-sport high school year. It changed his life and his perspective. Today, Eric's family oversees a foundation helping to find a cure. We're currently in our 15th year. would love to have you as a partner, either as a volunteer or a gift financially. Look for us on Facebook at Gilead Ministries.
welcome back to Becoming Christ-like on the road less traveled, Blog Talk Radio. So you thought you had to keep this up. Welcome back to Becoming Christ-like right here on Blog Talk Radio on the road less traveled internet ministries. We've been talking about this uh, Atlanta Fire Chief Kevin Co- Kelvin, excuse me, Kelvin, uh-huh. Kelvin. Cochran. Let me make sure that I've got that right. It is Kelvin. I, I missed the L in there. Kelvin Cochran, who was fired from his position as fire chief in Atlanta uh, because of a book that he wrote entitled, Who Told You That You Were Naked? In which he calls homosexuality vulgar and the opposite of purity. He was fired uh, from his post earlier this month. I'm taking this story from ChristianHeadlines.com as well as, and I know a lot of people will say, okay, it's ChristianHeadlines.com. I'm also taking the story from Reuters. And if you have a problem with Reuters, I think that's across the board. Reuters is is, is a good. Um, the other thing about Kelvin, uh, he's 54 years old. He was named the Atlanta Fire Chief in 2008. He was also nominated by President Barack Obama in 2009 to serve as the U.S. Fire Administrator a post he served in for 10 months before returning to Atlanta as the city's fire chief. So it's not like he doesn't know his job. That's right. And I think it's important. uh, The former chief is not accused of discriminating against any employee or citizen. Um, Some are now claiming that this fact shouldn't even matter and that merely believing what Cochran believes is enough to disqualify him or anyone else from public office. And see that then you got somebody else running your life, telling you what to think, what to believe, and you get you're not in charge of your own life. So even though obviously it's not prevalent, it's not pervasive, and it's not it, this is how it starts with these little tiny things that says, oh, you want to run for public office? You want to do this? Tell me about your beliefs. Mm-hmm. Do you believe homosexuality is a sin? Yes, I do. Sorry, disqualified. Okay, so it's not based on your college education anymore or what you know about your job. It's right. based on that. Or, like it says in the article, or, okay, you believe that, and that's fine. You have the right to believe it, but shut your mouth. Don't say anything about it. Don't write a book about it. And and we were talking about this during the break, and here's my problem. And some people will say you're nuts. It can never happen that way. But he writes a book, and obviously the book gets out, and now people know his beliefs. How is that any different than him filling in the pulpit of his church one Sunday and getting up and doing a a, a sermon about homosexuality as a sin? Mm-hmm. I mean, how is that any – so now if we if we compare the two, and, and I may be taking things to the ultimate or to the nth degree, um, but you could see them connecting – this whole idea of now, because you stood up in your pulpit and claimed it, now you can't be chief either. Right. Because now everybody in your and 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 it went out on tape and went out on CD and it went out on all those things. It's out in the in the community. Again, I will say, if there was a discriminating act with him as, as then it as, would be different. Absolutely, because obviously there is that law. You cannot discriminate against. But um, as far as I know. As far as I know, there were there was no discrimination, no non-hiring, no uh, okay. You're going to cook the meals because you're this. Or, now, if that comes out later on and you find that out, then absolutely, you you you, you should then it in the he job. should be fired. Absolutely. And again, this really has 
it, it, this, this subject has nothing to do with whether or not I believe homosexuality is a sin. This is a First Amendment right. This is about religious belief and where it is being uh, strangled in the community. And, and we see it getting the, the noose getting tighter and tighter and tighter against religiously held beliefs. You would, I, I am, I am amazed. I'm going to go on and read um, here in ChristianHeadlines.com. It says, "Believing what the Christian Church has held for two millennia, and most Christian churches around the world still believe, and we we have to say that that there are some churches now uh, who don't believe that about the homosexuality is a sin a thing." It says, "Is now a disqualification from public office." Cochrane is a member of a Southern Baptist church, but the Roman Catholic Church also officially teaches that homosexual acts are quote-unquote intrinsically disordered and sinful. Does this mean that no Southern Baptist or no Roman Catholic who hold, uh, can hold the office or, or who hold to the official teaching of the churches can now serve as Atlanta's fire chief? And I'm sure probably what they would say is, sure they can. They just got to check it at the door. You just got to check it at the door. But if 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 God is to be in our core DNA, how do you do that? It yeah. is who we are. Yeah. And so I don't I'm sure you can go back now and you can look at all kinds of things. We can pull in the Duck Dynasty mm-hmm. fight. We can pull in and last week we were talking about an article that was written by by Pavlovitz and I I'm going to find that because I I want to I want to make sure I'm getting his name right. Um, but he had written a thing, uh, an article um, about why people are leaving the church. Um, yes, I was right. John Pavlovitz. And one of the points that he made was this. Church, you're fighting the wrong. You choose the wrong battles. Um, you stop doing the, you know, get in there and fight the things that matter. The, the poor, the love. And I totally agree with him. But basically, aren't they doing the same thing? Well, but here's maybe. But I guess my question then comes, or this question comes to my mind, is then this the battle to fight the First Amendment right? Because we talked, we talked about, and we're kind of envelop, you know, enveloping this in, folding this in uh, into the whole idea of what our what our country was founded on, and go beyond Christian principles. And it was founded on this this First Amendment right. Freedom. Yeah, freedoms. And now, in it, with on the basis of what I'm reading, barring something else coming up that that says, okay, this is what he really did, and this is why we fired him. Just on this basis, and I reserve the 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 right to change my mind if <laughs> if something like that comes, comes up, up. Right, of course. But by saying you wrote a book that goes against what we believe that you're fired. I don't, I don't get that. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I don't know all the facts of it. And I have not read the book. So I don't, it's this whole story seems unbelievable to me. I mean, just really does seem unbelievable that this could. You, I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. There has to be, there ha, in America. That's what I'm saying. There has to be something else to this. You're kidding me. This guy wrote a book 
and because he wrote a book, and he's also the, you know, Barack Obama wrote a book called The Audacity of Hope that I totally, absolutely disagree with. Should that disqualify him from because he goes against my beliefs? Of being president? Or uh, uh, yeah, Senate should or it? Anything should, else? It, it, come on. That's, that's, that's just nuts. People have the right to write whatever they want. But see, that's to me what America was founded on. The right, right to do what we want to do now, and not be governed by government. There is a caveat. You can't write whatever you want. You can't slander somebody and say something. You can't libel somebody. You know, you can't incite violence against people. And I don't know if this book did this, but I'm going from what the quotes say and uh, about the idea of it being vulgar. And and against the purity of God. Oh, so really, basically, we need to look at the book too to see to see if it is really biblically based or if it really is vulgar. No, I, right. And I I suppose that's the through the eye of behold. Obviously, to the mayor of Atlanta, but it we is. Would be, we would be comparing it to God's standards, right. As far as what how I would look right, at it, right. And so I just, it is one of those things that seems to be happening quite a bit that you just stop and say, you got to be kidding me. That, that can't happen in our country. You're kidding me. Now, when we talked about the Duck Dynasty thing, we talk about, uh, we talk about the number of people who get fired off the air because, you know, Howard Stern says this, or or Imus said that about the Rutgers, and and it goes against, and it was offensive, and it was, and you get fired from it. And we talk about, well, it's their, it's their company, and their, but this is a public official in the government of Georgia, in the city of Atlanta. Paid for by tax Paid revenue. for by, pack, by tax uh, dollars. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't know. I, I always look at stories like this and I ask the same thing. Where does this thing stop? Where's the line? Is it the book but not the church? Is it You can stand up in your church and say anything that you want. We had, uh, we had this whole deal about you know, a while back about the, what was that? The city of, oh, see, there goes my mic. I heard that. Yeah, it, my mic. Not, not quite sure why it's doing that. Anyway, we just keep going. Um, you had the city of Houston and the mayor asking for for the, oh, you know. Oh, the, the sermons. And all different things came out. And again, things may come out. That we don't know. That we don't know. And again, if if it comes out and that this guy is just just was a tyrant and discriminated against homosexual homosexuals or then he then, should then be. he should be fired but not for it, but not. if it stands just because of the book mm-hmm. this is this is bad doesn't there have to be like action to do that i mean you, you a lot of people say things and they don't ever act on it and they're just words but it's the action that puts you in jail. You can talk about doing something and not be 
condemned to jail for it. But if you commit the sin or the action or the killing or the robbery, right. that's when you go to right. jail. And evidently the city of Atlanta and the mayor of it. Oh, good. Harry wants to say something. I'm going to bring Harry in. This is, I, I have no idea which way he's going to go on this. Okay. Brother, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm good. How are you guys doing? I'm doing okay. I was so hoping that I would see that question mark from you because I am so dying uh, to know what you what you think. I'm just thinking, Harry, man, say something. So, where where are you on this? Where do you where do you fall? Knowing knowing what we know and from what we've said, and again, we I don't know everything. I'm going by the stories. I'm sure that things will come out. But where are you on this one? Where do you fall, Harry? Don is wrong. Uh, I'm always wrong, that's not fair. No, no, that statement you made that made me call when you said it's only the action that gets you in trouble. What about when you write something on Facebook about your boss? You didn't actually do anything to him. You didn't say anything. You just wrote something. You still get in big trouble. You can lose your job. What if you write, hey, I wish I could shoot this guy at school. I can't stand him. You didn't but actually see that, shoot him. See, that's your thinking it, and you actually put it on. So you did do oh, the action so the, by putting it on. Oh, I see. So you you bring it. You're you're going. You're delineating between a thought and and an action of that and Correct. the Facebook writing. Right. Is you actually the, book the, is, the Facebook action of putting it on there was the action. Yeah, that book Go is two hundred pages of his taking the action of putting his opinion down. And here's the thing: I'm not saying that it's right or wrong to fire him. What I'm saying is. The mayor is an elected official, and whether you like it or not, the general public opinion doesn't agree with what that book says. So, therefore, if the mayor wants to keep his job or make himself look good to the people that, you know, that that kind of in charge of public opinion, then yeah, he's going to take that action and fire the guy because that's that's what's going to keep him. I mean, elected officials are like that; they don't have their own opinions; they only have the opinions of the general mass. So that's That's you know that's going on. He's an example. That's what he is. It's not. A, it's not even about for those people. It's not even about oppressing religion. It's about well, I got to do this because keep my job, or I want to, you know, I want to look good in my position. So, yeah, and I would, I would totally agree with you that I'm sure, I'm absolutely sure that's why he did it because he even he even goes on. I mean, he said that in his quote, the idea of uh, his beliefs do not uh, match what we believe here in Atlanta, but. I think the deeper question is this, though. He did it, but should be should he be allowed to do it? That's I mean that's what it's going to boil down to. I'm sure this is a Supreme Court. I, I'm sure this is a Supreme Court case somewhere. It, it well, just has you know, to do be. Do you remember we had a conversation about Bill Clinton one time? A big just conversation one? about Bill Clinton. <laughs> well, this one I'm thinking of. Okay. And what we were talking about was the fact that some people say. You know, the whole Lewinsky thing, and we won't go into it, but mm-hmm. that right there is it, he should be impeached. It's unacceptable. You should not hold that position right. if you if you hold that kind of uh, value system or, or if right. you have a, a, a moral compass that's broken to that degree. Other mm-hmm. people would look at that and say, you know what, that's not offensive to me. That's his personal business. doesn't affect him on the job uh, right. as long as, you know, whatever. As long as he's doing his job as the president, I could care less what he does in his own time. But then you had said, you know, that whole idea of to whom much is given, much is required. But the problem mm-hmm. is it depends on who's requiring it because for us, we're looking at it and saying, you know, this guy wrote a book. It's it's not part of his job. It doesn't affect his job. And now we sound like those other people. 
The only difference is it's what we believe is different. Because now well, we're the ones yeah. saying, well, you know, that's his personal life. We don't, you know, that's none of our business. But I guess I would, we're, I would we're, say this. I would say this though, yeah. Harry. The way that this, the, the way that this differs for me, and again, uh, I think I made the point earlier, not being about the belief structure. My problem with this story is a First Amendment right. Bill Clinton's. Uh, <laughs> scenario i guess <laughs> yeah. you would call it bill bill clinton's thing had nothing to do with a first amendment right thing this is this is about the ability to express a belief and and i don't really care because here was the question and i'm sure that they would say no but the big question was if if somebody of the muslim faith that it was in the fire department and they decided to write a book about uh, extreme Islam and their belief in a fatwa and and, and uh, their belief in uh, in in the killing of the infidel would mm-hmm. would that have to be then a, a grounds for firing? It what if you me. go? What if you attend a church or a mosque that is later on found out to be a mosque where extreme terrorists? you know terrorism was was birthed and came out of is that then grounds for firing yeah, well, because people now you with believe Jeremiah Wright they tried that with Jeremiah Wright and his fundamentalist beliefs i mean it's i, it's, I know it's what happened it's I, what happened I, I, but i think i think I have a, okay but okay but i'm a teacher so let's take it to a first amendment thing i go okay. on my facebook and i post you know a, a a copy of pamphlet from the church of satan or something because i'm a sure. satanist do you think I'm going to keep my job very long after publicly coming out with my beliefs as a Satanist? I think you could probably uh, – no, you probably would not. You could make that and argument. You could make that argument that it's not fair. It's a First Amendment case. I didn't hurt anybody. I'm just saying, that's hey, exact- I believe in And that's exactly but, what I but, would encourage you to do if that happened. I would but, encourage you to find a lawyer. Well, I'm not a Satanist, by the way. Because you were you – were, yeah, you were you were dismissed because of now, and I think probably what's happening, and I don't know, you can speak to this more. You know, we've had a number of discussions about that, about teachers and their Facebooks, and 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 things that people write well, of beliefs and everything. And, and I believe that school districts are now starting to uh, uh, to put that into um, their hiring sure. practices. Of you knew this was. Uh, See, and that, you, that that's you where I'm do going. That. Yeah, that's where I'm going with it because a teacher is what you know. What do they call the, the coined term is a person in a position of trust, and I feel right. like a fire chief, especially in the political atmosphere of today, where the, the police and the fire department are kind of seen in a certain way. Uh, I think you are uh, to have a belief that's in opposition of that much of the majority or of a you know. And I, and I shouldn't even say that because I don't have any numbers or polls on that, but I feel right. like public consensus nowadays is that if you come out against that particular topic, you're some kind of a horrible person. So to be a person that the community is supposed to see out and feel safe and trust and look at in a certain way, I think that's where he's running into his problem because now what they're saying is essentially is that it's okay for you to be that way, but if you start putting that belief out there, then you're not going to be as effective at your job in the way we need you to be. And that's Right, and I I think think that's a bunch of crap. Uh, I I, I actually agree with you, but I think that's where they're coming from with it. And I think probably what we're running into, yeah, what we're running into is this line. Because here's here's a good example, and you and I do it all the time. Don and I, we we do it. 
Um, when you were talking about the Facebook, you mm-hmm. used you you used the term Satanism. Mm-hmm. We have we have those catchphrases when we want people when we want to imply a negative Satanism, mm-hmm. uh, Hitler. That's a good one to bring up. All those things. Mm-hmm. But but I guess my problem is where's the line? Because this is a religiously, this is a, a a deep held religious belief, okay, homosexuality. But from what you're from from the 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 point that you're giving is this idea of where does it stop? Then you must agree with the majority, and the majority of people, and I've seen polls, the majority of people. Um, especially in the Christian faith, the majority of Christians believe that homosexuality is a sin. I'm not using that as 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 an example, but what I'm saying is, then what's then what's the majority? You're at the okay. We believe that that well, this or that is right or wrong, and if then you don't believe it, then you can't hold this job. Where does that stop? That's I mean that's a that's a bad that's a bad precedent. The majority of Christians believe that, but what's the what's the percentage of the city that are practicing, you know, Christians? And the other side of it is, we say terms like Satanist or Hitler when we're trying to prove that point. But I think to those people that that don't adhere to any kind of religious practice, to the people that are especially the younger generation, I'm going to say 25 and under, Christian is the the evil term. Um, so when you come out there and say, I wrote a Christian book, you might as well have said to one of us, I'm a Satanist, because it's that same reaction they give. I, so You're uh, right. I, the only way it, to do it, it is to have an established, uh, an established state religion, and you're not going to do that. So, you know, it's, that, <laughs> who decides all that? I don't know. I wouldn't want to be on any kind of uh, right. panel and or I committee. Think or, <laughs> those are the horrible things that are that are progressing but again, I want to pull it back to this whole idea of of now if we do that, where does that begin to infringe upon my First Amendment right? Take take religion out of it, take whatever out of it. Where where do where are we now with a First Amendment right? If I am the Atlanta Fire Chief, I cannot write a book. That goes against what the fire chief or what the mayor of Atlanta likes. Now, my question is, what happens when that mayor is no longer mayor? What if a a fundamentalist Christian gets elected in Atlanta? I can't see that ever happening. But if it did, should he hire him back? Because now you you agree with what I think the, the town should be like. After the lawsuit, well, they would money I, back. <laughs> well, I, well, yeah. I think I think what happens is then they they're going to have to alter like the schools are doing. When you hire someone, you're going to have to alter the process to include that somehow. What you want to do, and secondly, then it's even more important that he does fight back because this case becomes a precedent that gets cited in other legal cases from here on out. I wanted to cite, and I wanted to know what you thought about this, both of you, both of you guys. I wanted to cite. Uh, um, in 1981, Supreme Court Chief Justice Warren Burger reminded the nation that, quote, religious beliefs need not to be acceptable, logical, consistent, or comprehensible to others in order to merit First Amendment protection, unquote. 
Um, that's, and I think, I think that's probably where I'm getting on this, the idea of the freedom to believe religiously an idea or, or a concept. And that's why with, with your idea of if I wanted, if I were a teacher and I wanted to go on and I was also a Satanist and I wanted to go on and promote uh, a satanic meeting or satanic uh, uh, principles, you should have the right to do that and not be fired. Um, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be able to go on as a teacher and promote things that are illegal. Right. I mean, if the line is blurring, though, isn't it? Well, because but the problem is you can't be fair to everyone at the same time in that situation, because then you can't tell a parent, well, you don't have a right to pull your kid out of that class if you don't want them being around a person like that who might influence them in some way. And that's what they're going to think. So then what but happens you do is have at some that point, right to pull your kid out. And that's my point. So if, if the majority of parents who disagree with this person's beliefs start pulling their kids out of that class, it becomes detrimental to the school, and then the teacher is gone. But how can they fire him without – I mean, what do they do? Do they, do they make him clean the bathrooms then instead? Or, I mean, I don't know. So yeah. my point is you can't be fair to the parents and fair to that person's First Amendment rights 100% without one of them getting stepped on. Right, but if, I think I think the difference – I think the difference in the delineation is this. Uh, from what I understand of this, he didn't bring any of that – "Quote unquote discriminating belief right. into the workplace." The same thing with the teacher. If the if the teacher says, "Okay, kids, let's all bow our heads now and pray to Satan," or let me show you, then obviously right. you do that. You know, so I, I think it, yeah, it's but okay. A, but would you let Jake be in his class? Would you want Jake in his class? Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> would I want him to be in a class that is uh, that is led by a Satanist? This hypothetical has gone crazy, but I'm just curious if it was if it was Jake, not just some child A, child B. If it was Jake, absolutely. If he didn't bring anything, if 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 he didn't bring <laughs> any of that into the classroom, I mean, I wouldn't have a problem with that at all. Yeah. I mean, See, and, I, I would, I would <laughs> and you know this, you know this. Um, parents are a lot more discriminating against uh, against teachers than cause to me that's a that's a huge one you know yeah. i jacob is taught by eight it, there are people in in uh in the in the teaching profession here in la Junta who teach my son who have no belief at all who aren't christian oh, yeah. well at all. in college I'm yeah in in, co- in college absolutely and and I have a big problem uh, with that. But, you know, if if Jacob came home and said, hey, you know, we started doing this this thing about Satanism, and, and then obviously I would have a, okay, I, I think it can go back and, and here's how the, the snowball rolls. How many teachers have we seen in the last few years uh, who have been fired because of Playboy shots, uh, calendars, uh, calendars, they were holding a gun, uh, I mean, all those types of things. Well, you, you see it now with um, uh, senior pictures where kids that are hunters uh, like to take a picture with their gun or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I guess, uh, and, I'll, and I'll let you go. I won't stay too long, and, and I feel like Don, poor Don never gets a word in on the edgewise. But <laughs> I'm learning. You and I start going my out. opinion is I think it was wrong to fire him. I hope he fights back, and I hope he wins because I think 
I could even take the religious aspect of it aside. I just think the the First Amendment aspect of it is so scary. The precedent it sets when you say it's okay to to do that to someone on that basis. So I hope he I hope he wins, and uh, that's where I'm at. Yeah, I'm I'm exact I, I'm exactly lined up in, in your camp. I, I I'm exactly because to me. This 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 even went on. This went way beyond for me for uh, what, whether or not you believed it or not. Um, mm-hmm. If if what we know I is you in? what's that? Uh, did you see the school bus article I tagged you in? Oh my gosh, what's I read that. Yes, I... <laughs> my my point is though is when they when they pump a lot of articles like that out, yep. it kind of creates this general opinion of that of of the religion. And then when something like this happens with the fire chief. Those are the kinds of articles that people are thinking of when they think of this guy's a Christian. Right. You know what I mean? That, that's and exactly that, that right. that article really bothered me because there was no reason any sane-minded person would read that article and say, this lady's nuts. But then why put that article out there like that? Why put it in such a, you know, I, that that just blew my to mind. Per- and I think To perpetrate the idea that we are nuts. I mean, that's, uh, right. that's so the that mainstream media. Yeah. They become even more difficult to fight, and that's... Yeah, discredit one part and you discredit the the whole thing. You're you're, you're exactly right. Brother, we're going to let you go. Thank you so much for calling in. Um, I'm going to go ahead and and put you off, and then if you need to call back in, that'd be great. No problem. Good morning, Doc. All right, have a good day, brother. The article that he's referring to is this, and I think he's exactly right. There is the idea of discrediting one part of, the religion so that we can discredit and I don't agree with that the same way of saying not all Muslims are there was a woman who was following a bus school bus and the lights come on in the school bus and in that mixture of lights she saw a pentagram oh. and believed that the school district was somehow supporting and encouraging satanic Beliefs, absolutely. Really? Yeah. It, uh, that sounds a little weird and off the wall well, to me. And here's the thing: why even put that story on? It's just absolutely. Well, to me, that's a pot stirring story, and you get would, people in your base camp all stirred up, and then they go take the fight for you and blow it out of proportion, and then it makes a mess. Yeah. Let me uh, pull that up real quick. I want to read it to you. Okay. Uh, Harry tagged me, tagged me in it, and I and I read it, and it's just. But Harry's exactly right. What happens is they read stories like this. They think that's everybody. And then when somebody like this, Kelvin Cochran, comes along and writes a book. Um, they that, put that crazy bus driver's idea or the driver identity onto the fire chief. Now Kelvin Cochran's uh, crazy belief mm-hmm. uh, f- fits in just like the, the lady with the satanic Thing and so now this whole idea of believing that homosexuality is a sin becomes this crazy belief, and who wants to have a crazy guy as the Atlanta fire chief? That's right. So therefore, the the mayor looks at it and says, "I have every right to fire a crazy guy." I mean, his beliefs are arcane. Well, to me, you've got to investigate the facts, and I don't think anybody's investigating the true facts here before they act. Right, and and it's amazing to me that this would even that this would even come out. Make headline? <laughs> no, not not Kelvin, but I'm trying I'm to, to I'm trying to I'm bring it up. Light, uh... Well, and it, and it comes out of um, Fox 31 in Denver. Oh, thank. Oh, oh, good. It comes from the state of Colorado. Really? 
Fantastic. Cordova. No, excuse me. This was just reported in the Denver thing. It comes out of Cordova, Tennessee. Oh. Thank goodness. There are crazy people there in Tennessee. <laughs> what's going on there? My brother lives there. He's nuts. What's going on with that? I'm going to have to call him up and say, what's going on with you people in Tennessee? That's where you're blaming everybody for one thing again. That's right. right. A Tennessee parent is upset after she saw a satanic pentagram on a school bus. The mom told WMC she snapped a photo of the brake lights on Durham School Services bus in Cordova. Anyone who fears a God, if not God and Jesus Christ, should be outraged, she said, uh, who was not identified because she is reportedly receiving death threats after sharing the photo on social media. The mother says it's appalling. The brake lights are shaped like a pentagram. If you can't put a cross on there, you can't put a pentagram on it. Now, I'm going to come up to the picture. Does it show it? Wait a second, I gotta get rid of this little how do I get rid of this little thing right here? Okay. Oh yeah, it it shows it. I'm just trying to figure out how to get rid of this this dumb There we go. Get rid of the ad. Uh get rid of it. Oh look at this. This even this tells us tell tells me why. okay, thank you. Okay, so let me get this picture here. You're gonna have to blow it up. I am. I'm gonna have to blow it up a little bit. This is and and I'm I'm gonna tell you what, I really um let me, like she would be going go after back. the bus the okay. first people who made the bus instead of the school. Let me let me try and blow this up a little bit. Okay. There's the picture that she snapped. We're gonna put the picture on on Becoming Christ Likes Facebook. Can you tell me anywhere in that that you see a pentagram? No, I can't. I see a bus, the back of a bus that I've seen a number of times. I don't know. I don't what even she's see it, but at. my eyes are bad, but I don't see it. Well, well, I'm sure you could take the number of points that are on a bus and make a pentagram. It's absolutely incredible. Anyway, the point is, stories like this come out. I don't know why this is is out there, but there it is, and this is why people think we're nuts. I think. She fits nut. Well, I don't know if she's nuts. <laughs> she might have a, a bone to pick with the school district. Was I don't, it the school district or the person who made the bus? I don't know. Now you got. I mean, pick, I well, mean, the the school district didn't go in and alter the tail light on the bus, so it's not the right. school district. It's who made the bus. Right. <laughs> I'm looking I mean, at some of the quotes. Okay. This person says the upper left brake light looks like a goofy sailboat on the water, and I'm appalled. <laughs> I get seasick really easy, and I feel mocked. <laughs> I, it's just those types of things that we're looking at when real things, because John Pavlovitz is right. We got to pick. We got to pick the battles in our in our Absolutely. in our family in in our faith that I think have lasting impact. To set a precedent like this in Atlanta, yep, opens the door. Opens the door. I I am so glad that he's filing a federal lawsuit because it Stop will set a, a a precedent, good or bad. It's going to set a precedent. But then we have resolution. Yep, it's it's and if it if it has to make its way all the way to the Supreme Court, then it will. But there has to be some sort of thing. But I think we see. Over and over now, not just Christians, because we talk about okay, what was this? What was this country founded on? And whether or not 
you believe it was founded on Christian principles, I think you can agree it was founded on freedom. Mm-hmm. And and these these First Amendment rights that people have, freedom to believe whatever they want or to believe nothing, uh, the, the the freedom to to express their beliefs in certain ways, and when when things like this happen that they're taken away simply to fit into the mentality of of a group of people, uh, our our United States government, and and Harry had said this, and it's true. People are now trying to protect or this majority. Majority of people in Atlanta, the mayor feels feels that homosexuality is okay. You can't write bad things about homosexuality, and represent our our public office, uh, our town. The United States government was made. The founding fathers made our government the way that it is, and a lot of people don't know this. Is not to protect to protect the majority. It was made to protect the minority. Because they were the minority that came from England. It's the whole reason that the Senate exists. The House of Representatives is not equal. The state of California has many more representatives than the state of Colorado. And when they came up with that idea, they said, how do we protect these smaller states that don't have very many people in it? We'll create a Senate where every state, irregardless, of how many people are in it, gets two senators. They protect the minority. And many people, and my wife and I were talking about this this morning, I think the problem that that is held now is that when you say anything about Christianity, when you say anything about uh, what we believe or whatever, most people will say, shut up, you're the majority, you can't be discriminated against. And there seems to be that idea that the majority cannot be discriminated against. And I don't believe that to be true. It doesn't always feel that way. It doesn't, it doesn't always feel that way. Am I a whiner because now you're picking on my faith? Absolutely not. Pick away. But don't pick away at the, at the basic freedom. Because here's the thing. When I'm long gone and you're long gone, you would hope that the freedoms that were promised to me would be the same freedoms that would be promised to other people. It's part of the reason that our country is the best, mm-hmm. is that we have, re- we have not only religious freedoms, we have the freedom uh, to assemble, and we have the freedoms to petition, and we have the freedoms to, to peaceably uh, stand and protest. And when you begin to take those freedoms away from us, then you begin to tear at the at the very fabric of what this this country was built on. Whether or not you, you agree with it to be Christian principles or not, they are whether you wanted them to be or not. You can't go back and change. You can't go back. No. Freedom is a basic godly principle that God created us with free choice and freedom to, uh, to, uh, to, to interact with each other and, and to... Uh, do those kinds of things. That's a that's a Christian principle. It's probably a Jewish principle. It's probably a, a Muslim principle. It's probably an atheist principle that people deserve freedom. I think that's what they want the most. <laughs> you know, but it's a freedom. And now 
you you can't start taking those freedoms away simply because you disagree with what people say. Mm-hmm. Believe me, there are a lot of books out there that I disagree with. And what happens is, is you just don't buy into it. You can read something without taking it on as a fact or making it yours. You know, here's a good example. Every year, and this is a watered-down example, obviously, and some people might say that, and that's not the same at all. And if you think that, then that's fine. Um, but here's this is a good example. Me and my niece, I have a niece that I absolutely love dearly. We agree on almost nothing. <laughs> But you didn't throw our, her out. Our viewpoints are so uh, at the ends of the spectrums. Just we don't agree. A lover to death. Exactly. We have an annual pumpkin carving contest, and she came and and carved something about the, uh, the Ferguson, the police oh. thing, of what she believed about that. And she had said earlier, "I might offend some people." And I, and I know she was talking about me. She thought she might offend offend me with it. And when it was done, I went up to her and I said, you know what? Your pumpkin, I absolutely disagree with you in your carving of the pumpkin, but I so support your right to carve it. That's exactly <laughs> You have right. the right to believe that. I don't love you less. I will never love you less. I just don't agree with you. And And... I there are books out there that I absolutely disagree with, but I so support their right. I mean, right bad, on. bad stuff that's out there. Probably stuff that they would hate as much as as what I would like. Um, but we have to have the freedom to be able to do that without the threat of losing our position and the right to live in peace for having it. Right. That's exactly right. And so, um, again, if something comes out with this, I will be, I, I hold my, I reserve the right to change my mind on this. If I find out that Kelvin Cochran has done something else that caused him absolutely. to be fired, then absolutely. Um, but if that is the fact, that should have been presented in this first yeah. part of it also, instead of covering up with something else. If it is simply based on the fact that he wrote a book in which he said homosexuality is a sin, and that viewpoint doesn't match up with uh, what the city of Atlanta believes, um, then something's wrong. Because this is just the beginning of that. Then what next? What's it going to escalate to? Yeah. The, the the mayor, the city decides that, you know what, now we're now the city of Atlanta, brought to you by Pepsi. And so now, what if I write a book that says Coke is so much better than Pepsi? <laughs> well, that's not the widely held belief of the city of Atlanta, and therefore, we don't tolerate that, and you're gone. Oh, my. Where, where, do, where do we do that? I mean, that's it's just, and people will say that's ridiculous, it'll never happen. And 20 years ago, people would have said, if I would have told them that a fire chief was going to get fired because he wrote a book um, saying what he believed about his faith, he would be fired. They would say that had never happened. happened. Right. And it just happened. It's a slow, slippery road. That just happened. We'll see where the, the federal uh, lawsuit goes. Um, I don't know. But but it is. It, some people will say it's the beginning of the end. Some people will say it's the middle of the beginning. Some people will say, oh, it's just right there at the end of the first. I mean, but there's... Maybe it's back to the beginning. There's no doubt uh, that slowly, 
slowly because of the beliefs of some and how it has become taboo to believe something different that now rights granted by the founders of our nation are being infringed upon. Mm -hmm. And I will be the first one to say uh, that that is, that's not a Christian principle to me. I agree. That's just it's not, not. It's not. It's not what a, we're founded a Christian on. Christian principle. And to, to me, it, it's not a biblical principle. Right. It would just be, and I would say, I would say that the city of La Junta, Colorado, is fairly conservative. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, we just we just put on the ballot that just got defeated the idea of do we open up marijuana sales in La Junta. It was defeated soundly. So by that, you could probably say that the city of La Junta, its mayor, whatever, its city council, not all of them, but in general, very conservative. We still have uh, a manger, the nativity scene outside of our city hall. Mm-hmm. Nobody's complained about that yet. Yet if the sheriff of our town, the new sheriff, wanted to write a book that says, I'm a Satanist and this is why I practice it, I would say you have every right to write that book. You have every right to write that book. I would hope that I would be I would hope that I would be able to say that. And I believe that I would. And and I believe if if our conservative city council were to say we're going to we're recalling that mayor where you're fired. You know, now that's that's the difference between an elected official and a hired public official. Right. Then I would hope that I would stand up and we would stand up and say that's wrong. You can't fire this guy, not for or anything. this lady or whoever, simply because they wrote a book about. You can't, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Now, again, if that starts going into the practice of his, his if, job. if he turned around and said all deputies must now Satan, I'd say okay, you can't do that. Right. You can't do that. I don't care. People have the right to express their opinions. And when that is squashed, it's bad. Mm-hmm. It is bad. And I don't think it's godly. No, it's not. And I don't think it's Christian. So we will see where that goes. Anyway, that's our rip from the headlines <laughs> uh, segment. But I wanted to talk about that. I know uh, you could go on and on and on and on. And I'm sure that you could bring up Example after example after example of how it works and how it doesn't work and what about this and what about that. But I think this is a big picture issue for me. It, it really is a Where big picture. Where it's headed. Yeah. Where it's headed and what it leads to yeah. next. Yeah. And and then I think it also leads to what is our higher judicial going to stand for when they make the rulings on it? Yeah, we'll see. I, I mean, because we've even fluctuated in that quite a bit. I don't know which judicial court it'll go through. It'll go through, uh, I don't know which circuit uh, the, the Atlanta falls through. And it'll either be upheld or it'll be overturned. And then that will decide. And then the the Supreme Court will then decide because of that. I'm sure they'll decide whether or not to vacate that, change it to, to hear the case, or to remand it back to the decision of, of the federal, of the district court. We'll see what happens. This one's not done. This one's this so one's either. not uh, done at all. You're gonna. No. I mean, this is a First Amendment right. Uh, this is a Hobby Lobby case yeah. that, that's going to make it, I think, to the Supreme Court, and somebody's 
and we'll see where it, it comes out. This is a this is a, a main turning point and a main defining point of what we believe and what we say when we say this is a land of freedom. Some. And I understand that there's laws, but we'll see. Freedom for who? Freedom for who? That's exactly right. And and only freedom if you believe a certain way. Right. Which is totally against what this country was founded on. Right. Was was built on. Anyway, because I guarantee you, people who are listening and people who are saying, you know what? Most people believe that homosexuality is okay. Most people believe that the slavery was right. Now we know that it's wrong. Um, we should we should agree with what the majority of people say. And there are certain times that we say, you know what? Slavery doesn't have anything to do with religion when you talk about right and wrong. Slavery is wrong. Absolutely. Uh, it, it's, it's not In like homosexuality. Case. Don't try to say that it is because it's not. And we, Because here's the thing. When you say, when you bring up that point, you discredit everything you say after that because it makes you look uninformed. It's not It's not the same. But I guarantee you, the pendulum will swing. And at some point in time, people who are loving that we have to believe one way right now are going to hate it because the pendulum will swing. And would it be fair for you? Was it fair for you uh, this, this whole time with the homosexuality to say, you know what, you're making me do this, you're making me do that? No, it wasn't fair then. It shouldn't be fair now. Um, it, it just really is. Uh, this country is a time is is a place where the pendulum shifts, where beliefs go up and down. That's what I like about God. God is the same yesterday, right. today, and tomorrow. And our freedom should be the same exactly. that way too. They should apply. Exactly. So anyway, we'll be back next Friday, 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, um, and we're we're going to begin a, a, a series. And we are. We are. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna start a series that I've been wanting to do uh, for a while. Okay. And so um, be looking for and that. And you are gonna enlighten me with this, right? Oh yeah, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna tell you. It. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you as soon as we we get done. But be looking for that. We're not sure what shape it's gonna take right now. But be looking on Facebook at Becoming Christlike. Check out the Twitter at Christlike Today. Always uh, go to Be More Christlike. Dot com and you will find out uh, what it is about. Always. So it, it, it's going to be good. Don't miss it. Every Friday morning, 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, right here on Blog Talk Radio. So for everybody here at The Road Less Traveled, for Dawn, for myself, for Jimbo, in the producer's booth, for everybody who does such a great job here at Becoming Christlike and The Road Less Traveled and all of its sister shows, we want to thank you for listening. encourage you to listen every Friday morning, 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time as we encourage you each and every day to become more and more Christ-like. God bless. God bless. Sometimes I did not Life's been a journey
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.